Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching and you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Ring Lovers Podcast. So, what's up? My name's Matt. I'm from uh, Full Tilt Fight Fitness. As per usual, I'm here with the Pinky. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. How are That's you? It's good. I'm well. All uh, back from your trip away. Um, you went to commentate on the old hardcore promotions. How was that, sir? It was actually cracking out. It was really good. Yeah, good yeah. fun, yeah. I, was, I commentated for all but two bouts. Uh, I jumped out when Kidink, um, Isaac Tomlinson got in. Um, I had to jump out the back and get uh, Zach Ineson ready. Yes. Because um, Riddler couldn't head over, so I cornered for Zach. Um, then, yeah, obviously his fight I didn't commentate and then jumped straight back on after his fight. And how, did Zach, how was Zach's fight? It was being, all right. Being, it was all right. being the fact that you're in the corner? and It was all right. He, um, he, he did quite well. Definitely um, fighting a tie, even an old unfit tie, you've, you've got to fight him over five rounds. Yeah. It, the three rounds just suits them way too much to get it out so they don't get a chance to gas. Yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Zach, Zach was slipping and sliding all over the place. I don't know, the canvas was loose underfoot. Like, you could actually move the yeah, canvas okay, a bit. Yeah, right. But, yeah, he just didn't seem to have his feet under him. But, um, no, it was, it was still good, man. It was good. I like watching anyone fight Kill, really. Kill Ekasit, he he's always good fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him fight a couple of them. Yeah. Not bad. And um, so when did you make your... You drive? Yeah, we you drove, did, yeah. You did so a job? I took Panna over with me just oh, yes, for... That's right. For a trip, I ended up just cornering the one Muay Thai guys from here. How'd that go for you? Like, obviously, we've, we've spoke about it with um, you talking about one of your dudes uh, getting ready to... Uh, like, Ryan's doing some coaching and all yep. that sort of stuff. Panner, obviously, your youngest dude, but he's probably spent the most time with you of recent... Yeah, You know, yeah, like, yeah. of recent times, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, you're either... He's either helping you in the corner or he's listening to you in the corner. Yeah. So... Um, how'd you go watching him do that? Like, you know, co- coach fight a moment to sort of see that, you know? Yeah, it was, was all right. It? Like, in, in the end, he didn't run the corner. Like, that, no. was, the, that was the original plan because they came over with no one. Yeah. Um, but they had uh, Jack from, who's one of Stronghearts' old fighters who lives over over there, um, helping. So that was with Corey's fight. And it was good. Like, um, you could see Panner offering advice in the corner and stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, just yeah. Got to, he's just got to gain some confidence in what he knows. Oh, yeah, know? of course. And yeah. he's just... It sort of comes across when he teaches and stuff, and once, yep. once he's got, you know, once he gets the confidence in just owning his shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's not that he doesn't know. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, just age and time. Like I remember the first, I remember the first class I ever taught was an MMA class. I was like, it was at my old Jimmy Mac one, and I was like, that my coach goes, oh, I've got to go out for the night. We've only got one class on Friday. Can you teach it? And it's MMA, and I was like, oh yeah, I've done MMA, but like I. Like, my breakdown of stuff is nowhere near to the level of what his was. Yep. So I was like, oh, okay, guys, here we go. You know, like, and I wasn't the best at, like, yeah. It, it was, it was, it's, to it's be thrust into it is good, yeah, but it was but like... You've got to act. That's exactly the right. The thing is, all you exactly have to do it. is, you could teach anything. And I'll fucking tell you, most trainers do. <laughs> most trainers teach absolute bullshit. Yeah. But they teach it with confidence, and people believe it. Yeah, that's, that's what right. you just need to... Man, it... Teach the most basic shit that you know you know, and 
teach with confidence. Pretend there's no such thing as Google. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> you pretty know much. And the thing is, if you, you could teach the wrong thing, right? If it, if it means getting you out of a pickle, teach the wrong thing. If some someone Googles it, they're probably going to find that anyway. Yeah, It'll be right, there somewhere. Yeah, yeah like, like the whole... If you look on Google, you probably find that spinning is winning. <laughs> well, sati- statistically speaking, of late, it hasn't been going well, too badly. No, but yeah, that's, that's funny. The whole com- the whole night, because I was commentating with Alexi, and for those of you who um, follow me on Instagram, will see that I tag Alexi in spinning shit all the time, and like say spinning is not winning and shit. So every time someone would spin on Saturday night, he would say, "Oh, spinning's winning," and I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> On the, on the live commentary, it was actually hilarious. And uh, actually, I will bring this up. So right now, just coincidentally, I'm wearing my Alexi t-shirt, Alexi the Great t-shirt. But someone actually asked us to get Alexi on the podcast. And if you actually, if anyone watched the hardcore show on Saturday night, me and him actually, I actually brought it up with him during the during the commentary. But I totally ran out of time on that trip anyway. And it was just yeah, disorganized as fuck. So. We're back well, here. We wouldn't be hard to do it like we did, like we um, like we did um, the other one for us to zoom him. Never chat to him that way. So. Yeah, it's probably we're probably better off doing that. Technology. Yeah, technology. Technology is awesome. Yeah, we're probably better off doing that anyway. It's actually easier and and less stressful trying to be away from Adelaide and trying to figure out shit yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to come to the hotel. Am I going to go to your house? We're going to go to the gym. You know, like yeah. But if we just do what we do, well, we can catch them when they're ready. Just go, yeah, yeah, hey, we're exactly. doing our recording this day. When can we? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, and obviously on the weekend we have um, there was a there was a thousand different fights on oh, over the weekend. Obviously, if crazy. you're on the, the the mainstream stuff, you had all the one stuff. You had UFC fights on. You had Tim Zoo boxing. Yep. And then you had the big one with um, uh, Penumine versus uh, on the Infliction fight card. Penope versus um, Yusuf Bulganum. And then uh, obviously you're you're at hardcore. So um, what? Uh, I did want to touch on one thing because obviously it's a big thing in our community. It was obviously Wayne Parr had his fight on one on the weekend now yeah. and he's retired. Yep. We think. Yeah, I hope. We think. I think. Not, uh, that, don't take that the wrong way. People. No. Like, I genuinely care about Wayne Parr. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's, this is going to sound like I'm, you know, blowing smoke up, but he, to me, he's Wayne. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know he's he, he's he's Wayne, and I care about Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I and I do believe he left it a bit late to put to hang up, hang up the gloves. You know, yeah. and and but you know, I understand also that he had some unanswered shit in his head that he needed to, you know, he needed to see for himself. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's done, you know, huge things for the last twenty five years. Yeah, ma- made a massive name for himself done shit that other people could only dream of for people that people could only dream of people actually I wouldn't even say dream of people would nightmare about yeah yeah you know what I mean and fought them multiple times yeah like willingly yeah fought (laughs) fought a Rono twice fought fucking Yodsenkai three times you know what I mean like man no one wants to fight those guys nah you know what I mean nah Um, yeah he's done amazing things and and I genuinely you know when he fought Nicky I was that was that that worried me. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm glad he he got through got through the fight got through the got through the three rounds, come out the other side of it, you know, unscathed. Yeah, he got an eight count or whatever, but he came out the other side yeah, of it pretty yeah, much unscathed. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And 
you know, it was an emotional thing for it. It was emotional for a lot of people watching too. I think if you're a fan of the... I think anyone who knows Muay Thai, as in like, or, or has any any thought that of, of them knowing Muay Thai, will know it because of him in Australia. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I He was that pioneer guy yeah. who, who paved the way for... You know, like, and sort of was the first person that I think, I mean, you'd probably look at him the same way as, like, did it the, inverted commas, the right way, went yeah. there, lived there, did all that sort of thing, you know, like... Yeah, battled it, you know, yeah. like, literally, like, it was, did it the hard way. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like, it's one of those things you hear people say, like, oh, you know, but why would you do it the hard way if you don't have to? Well, people I... do it for the different reasons. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, I think doing it the hard way, if, if Muay Thai is going to be your life... Do it the hard way just to learn how the ties have done it and got to where they are. Yeah. And, and Wayne did that living on a you know wooden floor with a blanket and a little pillow, everything washing, brushing your teeth, taking a dump all out of the same bucket. Yeah. Little yeah. scoop, water scoop thing. Scooby. Like all those things, like that that shit. You know, and, and you know, I did a lot of that same stuff. You know, like he did yeah, it well yeah. before me. It was even harder when he did it. Yeah. Like I did it when it was already a lot easier. Yeah. And, and now it's like super easy. Like yeah. even the hard way is super easy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like training on concrete, you chuck, you just, you pick up your, your carpet square. Yeah. Chuck it under your bag, work yeah, on your bag. Right. And, you know, at some gyms it wasn't even that. It was literally concrete. Just concrete. Or it was dirt. Yeah. You know, and you're running laps of a little park behind the gym, which is about 100 meters a lap. <laughs> and and you run fifty laps of it. Before yeah, training. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that that kind of stuff, you know. And, and he's he people did it before him. People have done it after him. But to me, in Australia, he's the OG. Yeah, that's but right. He yeah, yeah. he did it. Man, you could say better than anyone. Yeah, he did it. He was probably the most successful Australian. Yeah, who's, who's gone over to Thailand? Would you say that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, he's definitely the guy who's done the most and it was before it was mainstream yeah so like when he did it it wasn't as I said like it wasn't easy like it is now well there was no yeah there was no way well also his fan base like he had to build a real fan base you know like by actually like yep. having people like go to his fights and or being on magazine covers yeah, and, yeah, yeah like that's right people yeah. used to read his articles yeah. now it's just like depending on how good you promote yourself how famous like, you can get yeah follow yeah but yeah nah so but yeah, so good luck to him in, in, in his retirement. I hope he, as you said, stays retired from Muay Thai. Yeah. I, I like him flirting with the idea of boxing, but that's because I'm a fucking... I'm, yeah, a, I, fan. I, I'm a fan. Yeah. But then again, you know him on a different level to what I do as well, yeah. so I'm a... So I, I, I actually <laughs> don't mind him boxing, but I do think 45, you know, it's it starts catching up with you, the brain and stuff. And yeah, I, I yeah, think, yeah. Man, he's done enough. He's done more than yeah. enough, you know? It was crazy the amount of... Uh, like the older dude to that, because another fight that they had on that on that same car was forty eight um, year old um, Akiyama, six, 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 sexy Akiyama, man, bro. Fuck, yeah. man, he looked like he had all the steroids. No, he just he was like he was. Uh, he looked. How old's Nicky Holskin too? Is he thirty six? Yeah, because he fought as well, and he he got fucking. He, he was on the raw end of that shtick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Against that tie. Yeah, you yeah. Seen, seen that? Um, I think it was just a short hook, wasn't it? Um, it was. Um, yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was like a. Jab, then a uh, no, sorry, it was a cross. Then I think it was a jab and a the yeah, real short. It was meant to be a cross. Yeah, but his yeah, arm okay. was like yeah, still yeah, like, hell bent. Mm. Clo- like forty five degree bend. 
He didn't get. I thought he was going to get up. He did not get up. No. You know, like the wave rolled back. I'm like, oh yeah, that's just stunned him. And then when he couldn't get his feet around him, and I was like, that's when you look at like the difference between a young dude and an old dude. Yes. You, you know, you know what I mean. Like just that ability to to, to recover. Yeah. It's like the same as when you look at the Sunny Bill and, and like Barry Hall fight. You know, when he took that first punch that they called as a as a slip and a knockdown. He could. He never recovered from no, that. He was, yeah. It's just that the ability to be able to recover from, especially the bigger dudes as well. Because you also have older. the problem of getting that fit as an older person. Yeah, that's and getting right. that fit is what gets you through a lot of that damage. Yeah, yeah, that's being, right. Being conditioned, you know. But yeah, it's um, I don't like watching the older guys fight. Like it doesn't feel good. Nah, man. Nah, you're right. They're, I mean, there was like when they did uh, when they did Tyson Roy Jones. That was that was like the limit of my, and I mean like they're old, but like that they didn't look too bad. Yeah. If you go back and watch that, like it wasn't. Oh, put two two old guys in together. Put two, put two. That's right. And yeah. when I say old, I mean like past it. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? right. Like, yeah. I don't mean like you know the the thirty six year old versus the forty five year old. Forty five is past it. Yeah. Thirty six is still a lot of like Wayne at Wayne at thirty six yeah. was still a fucking weapon. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he how Nicky Holdskin is at thirty six or Well yeah, I mean I mean like he's still fucking Maybe thirty eight, thirty six, yeah. something around there, yeah, yeah. But, but he's still a weapon. Like he's still sli- yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and and Wayne was too. Well I suppose if you look at the like how old was Wayne when he fought Nicky. You know, that was only last year or something. Yeah, and that's, course, that's yeah, the yeah. difference, you know. Yeah. That, that's the difference in that. The speed's different and yep. stuff like that. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, so I wouldn't mind seeing him go to boxing. But, you know, that'd be, that'd be all right. Find, mm. find another dude who could fucking, I don't know who they, I don't know who he'd fight. I yeah. think that's, that's the thing, too. Like, you, yeah. you can't, you can't get you can't a dude like the young him hungries. Or, or anyone who doesn't have a name. No, nah, so yeah, him, you know? him versus Mundine was kind of perfect. Exactly. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Like it was, that's the kind of fight that it would need to be. And there's no, and Australia doesn't have a, a big no. enough pro scene no. for them to be able to pick a heap of 76 kilo guys. And, no, that's right. Yeah. But um, on, a, on another note, huge shout out to the human, to yes. Dave Penipede. Um, man, that was, that was, that was a, a weapon of an effort. That was amazing. Um, really proud of him. Um, did his thing, man. Got in there. Yeah. Lost, lost split points to one of the best foreigners in the world at the moment, but of also probably of all time in Muay Thai. Yeah. In Thailand, winning stadium titles, winning world titles, and knocking out ties, out-clinching ties. Yeah. And, and Dave went, went, the, went the distance with him and lost split points. Uh, absolutely legendary effort. Yeah. When's uh? Where does he? So like, it's it's always find it interesting to see where like a dude like that goes from after fighting someone at that level. Yeah. You know, like obviously most of the time in professional boxing or prof- like other professional combat sports, they'll fight someone a big name level, and then the next dude is probably another guy at that same sort of level or around that same level with a name. Yeah. You know, like some sort of name. Obviously, Muay Thai is not so much like that. You know, like they, they sort of just take the next one on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's so like after finding a guy like that? You know, what's someone else on that sort of level? I think the fact that he in, actually came down in weight, like he, you know, seventy six was his sort of minimum before. That was at yeah. seventy four. Yeah, okay. I think it might have opened up some more doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now there's some guys at seventy two who could then step up a, a little bit in weight. Yeah. Um, to fight him. Um, I also think though, 
you know, the international thing for him, he could go pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Like Kim's, like, sorry, Kieran's flown, what, three or four times? Yeah. In the last yeah, that's right. six weeks. Or was it UK, Singapore? Singapore, Singapore, UK. Or Singapore, yeah, Singapore, Singapore, UK. Yeah. yeah. And there's no reason why they can't go somewhere to fight, you know? So maybe one is going to be the next thing for him. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think um, that's a good move? I don't like one. I know you don't. Yeah, like but one. but as in like, like I don't a, like a, like if you look at it as a whole, like a, like I, I don't like, like the, the, not, I don't it's not I don't like the one more tight. No. I don't like their contracts. Yeah, okay, right. so that's what I was going to say. Do yeah. you think it's a financially and not a, not the best option to do? I don't think so. No. Like you know what? Yes, he'll get paid per one fight more, but you literally shut the door to almost every other promotion. Is that how their so. contracts work? Pretty they much, shut man. you down like, like much, a UFC style pretty contract? Pretty much, you've got, to, like you've got to get permission to fight on another show. Um, it's, yeah, I, d- I don't like it. I don't like, if you're that good, and me and Wayne, Wayne's, oh, it's not Wayne, fucking Nugget's spoken about it as well. He got, and it makes 100% sense. If you're doing the right shit, you don't need to lock people in. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. If you're that fucking good at promoting, and yeah. you're putting on, you're paying well, you're putting on good shows. You don't need to make people sign their life away to you. People are gonna fucking, they're gonna jump at it every time. Yeah. That's the thing. But you know, one's thing is, it's like a monopoly. They want a monopoly. Yeah. Where they've got everyone list that, on their list that they want, and then it's like oh, this, they don't want the whole I can't find a matchup thing. I can't find it. That someone's pulled out. I can't replace them. They want that. All right, you've got to jump in now. You say no. I think you say no twice, and you lose your contract. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the exact ins and outs of that, but so pretty much someone is going to have to jump in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, because they, they're yeah. not just going to cancel so, that fight. They'll find someone else. To but when you know, I think the the normal sort of pay for an Aussie fighter is like five grand a fight. Yeah. Man, honestly, the difference between one and five grand is fuck all. You know what I mean? Like you get one grand on a show here. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there's a chance you could do a few in a year. Yeah, okay. You, you yeah. look at mo- not many people. You know, it's been can't remember how long it was in between drinks for um, for Josh Tonner. I think it was maybe like close to eighteen months. Or yeah, something. it was. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's you know one say five thousand dollar purse in fucking eighteen months. Yeah. When you know. Could be on Muay Thai Grand Prix, could be on Rebellion, could you know, like that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like it. And I, I you know, if, if if Dave ends up signing to one, great, I'll support him. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll support him whatever he does. But I don't think it's a good idea yeah. for any anyone. I don't I don't like it full stop. Yeah. Well it's obviously very company driven, you know, like yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. if you're like but it's obvious and, and obviously as a cut like you also don't have to sign it. You know, it's no, you like, don't. like I was saying, it's like you don't like if you don't want to do that, you can you can hang around and do these other, you know, a couple shows a year sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But I suppose it's like depends. Do you think the exposure's worth it? You know what I mean? Like on an international level, like when you look at like there's nothing else like like he did, like Dave just fought, for example, Dave just fought on Infliction, right? If you don't if you didn't know Infliction was on the weekend, you you didn't get any advertising for that at all. But you know, like, unless you're on, like, the infliction, in, in, or, like, you're following <laughs> fighters around, you'll see that they're, they're fighting. But on an international level, no one would know. Like, there'd be guys who'd know Tonner from being in one. Yeah, for sure, yeah, you yeah. You know, like, and around, like, and sure, like, 
I don't know how, how many fights their contracts are, but if they're short contracts, maybe three fights for the contract. It might not be a bad way to jump on, get some exposure, and then go, okay, you've seen me on one, yeah, and I'm out here. But, and, you the, know, but I suppose it all depends flip, on how long the, the contracts yeah, are. Yeah, the flip side for that is, how long are they going to take to do your three fights? Yeah. Are you going to get your three fights? Yeah. Are you going to miss out on shit because you are waiting on your third? Like, Chris Nguyen, I think he's the only Aussie who's won their debut fight on, on one. Yeah, okay. And he's, they've extended his contract because of, like, the of COVID and shit but he's had one fight on there and his first performance was amazing yeah like and then never hears from him again yeah you know what I mean like within... I don't know what's happening with that because Tony was another one and Tony Caruso he fought on one he has I think, got, his contract's expired I think he had two fights yeah, on one didn't he won expired. one lost one yeah yeah because yeah, he's fighting boxing for seventh round I think coming up yeah, yeah. he's fighting on that but yeah so that was um short must have been a short lived I don't know how whether I wonder if they're MMA and Muay Thai and where their they, contracts are all different between, are, the, the, between each one. Nearly every person's contract's different. Yeah, yeah. So one person gets an eight-fight contract. Yeah, that's right, yeah. With an unlimited time frame or something. And I wonder if they've got a base, you know? It's like, okay, here's your signing, you get your yeah, I think it's three fight. and 12. Yeah, three I think it's three. I think it's three fights, 12, 12 months or something Yeah, like okay, right. I think that's they, what they're... They must but, have to offer you those fights. No. No? There, there is actually no... I can't remember... I can't remember exactly how it works, but I don't think they even need to... Um, give you three fights in that time yeah okay I'm pretty certain like for example on a, on a bigger level like the UFC they'll give you your contracts they, let's say you fight a six fight contract they've got to offer you so many fights in the year yep. but every time they offer you that's the extension of your contract okay you know like they're like okay you're going to fight this guy you're not yep. going to fight that guy well we've offered you a fight and that extends your contract something, yep. something like yep. that yep 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 so obviously one might go here's your fight you don't want to fight him cool strike one He's fighting, you know, I want to find him, cool, fuck off. Yeah, pretty much, you know, yeah, like pretty that. much, man. Which is, so, I suppose, that's a way out of your contract. Yeah. You know, if you go in there and you go, oh, this isn't fucking... The other option oh. is just to go and get matched on something else. Yeah, yeah, and then just fuck. I wonder how big the fucking... <coughs> that might be a law thing, but, you know, when you... International, man, they can't do fucking... What are they going to say? Yeah. Send, right, send the fucking... Know. Send the fucking Interpol. Akusa. <laughs> but, um... But, um, yeah, yeah no. so it's... It, you know, like... Man, as I said, whatever Dave does, I'm going to support him. Oh, yeah, of he, course, of course. He's, he's my, my fave... The favourites. Dave the Fave. Dave the Fave. There's, there's his other fight name. Dave the Fave. Davey the Favey. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so he, he's, he's got international options, you know, for yeah, sure. Cool. And there's other options in... Man, I reckon, just putting it out there, Me? Dave versus Jay Tonkin. Mm, what, did he... Where did I see his name up recently? Jay, did he just fight? He's got some exciting shit coming up though. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you mentioned something about Jay Tonkin. Nah, I only just found out. Okay, then no. Maybe something else. Yeah. There's um yeah. Yeah right. Jay Jay and Jay and George. Oh, not fighting each other. Yeah yeah. But on the same card. Oh come. Yeah. Get up. Like I was saying, that other card that's coming out, that domination card looks like a cracker. Oh. As well with George and fucking just all them other oh, dudes on that. That's fuck, gonna be fucking. Fucking WA. Salivating. Hey. Oh. You just can't get in. <laughs> yeah. WA is just off the charts with fighters. Huge. The fact of that fighters. they can do that. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, man. in that one thing. Even just like what they did with, you know, last Muay Thai Grand Prix was a bit different, but what they've been doing with Muay Thai Grand Prix during this time, 
what they've been doing with domination during this whole is just crazy, man. Yeah. Like filling it up full of locals, hectic numbers of locals, full cards. Yeah, and like, and you're going, oh shit, oh shit, yeah. oh shit, yeah, like, yeah, 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 and like, not all of them, like, considering the names that are ch- that are that are stacking up on it too, and not a lot of rematches either. You know, like it's like, oh shit, they still got. That's right, they still haven't fought yet. The yeah. Moscow still haven't fought yet, and like obviously, I, I, you know, like around that, there's dudes who've gone up and down in weight as they've grown up and all that sort of shit. Like just thinking about like uh, guys like Ben Cunt, he's fought, like you know, like gone up and he's been around and fought some other. I think he's got a big fight on that card as well. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Jordan, I think he's fighting. That's right. He is too. Fighting Jordan. Yeah. Man. Yep. 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 That's right. Good. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Twenty third. 23rd of April, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I yeah, I need to organise something for that same same weekend, another fight show. Glad you reminded me because I need to that's nominate today. That's what I'm here for. What show is that? Um, I'll say it maybe next week. Okay. Yeah. But so we've got, I think I've got six now matched on SA Muay Thai League. Yeah, okay, go. Um, so that's all coming up. How two weeks? Yeah, so a week and week and six days now. Yep, um, got well, we've got one first timer. I think one first timer. Dan just got matched as well again, so he's, oh, yeah, so he's backing up those two fights in one day. Um, I've got Liam on again, who was like my nice debut, my good debuter on um, the last SA Muay Thai League. Caleb, who was on the last Muay Thai League, um, he's up again, which I'm really happy for that one as well. Panna is, I think, semi-main event, or right up there somewhere, yeah. He's, um, yeah, I think they popped out the draft card the other day. Yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that, man. Um, then I've got, have I, have I told you about Fitty Shades yet? Fitty Shades' matchup? Um, so this is huge, like, he's fighting. That's what you said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Fiddy Shays is fighting on 1774, so the, the same yep. card as Kayaba and Lobo, the yep. two amazing Brazilians from Phuket Fight Club. So he's on that card, uh, fighting Kai, he's got a long name, he's got like a two surname name, but Kai Wait something or other, I think it is, from Double Dragon, who just fought on Siama Sydney. He's a weapon, hey, like he's, he's good. He's um, very technical. Good with his elbows, good at clinching. How do they uh, match up size, height? And I, I've got Jason's a, a mammoth of a dude. Man. I've got a feeling, because it's, it's not at 63 and a half, it's at 65. So I've got a feeling he might be about Jason's size, hey? Yeah, okay. He looks quite tall and thin as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, quite an impressive young lad. And um, Jason's pretty much already just prepping for it. Like, he's... He's not doing it five days a week, but he's smashing it pretty hard, like three days a week at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually just destroying everyone, eh, in the gym, it's good. He's actually doing fucking... He's actually... You know, I hope he sticks with this now, like this new Jason. I've been trying to get this out of him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think now that he knows fighting pro, you know, you don't get... You know, you just get to rack him up. You know, where Pan is at now, where he's just racking up fight after yeah, fight yeah, after yeah, fight yeah, after yeah. fight after fight. You don't get that when you hit 20 fights. It's hard to, you know? So the, every fight means something then. That's right. That is right. And, and, and I'm getting exactly at that. 
those fights before then don't mean fuck all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Your, your first 10 fights especially, they, they don't mean a whole heap. You know, to you, if, you, if they, you know, if life, life goals and shit, great. But, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Shall we get stuck into these questianos? Let's do we've it. We've got a few. We've answered one already. Well, yes, we'll get him on. We'll get. We'll yeah, get we'll get Alexi on. Yeah, Alexi for sure. So that was that was that was one of them that someone wanted. Um, just a quick one on like Sagyant stuff. Um, any advice or tips on someone receiving their first Sagyant? One, go into it knowing that you're going to be in pain, but also go into it knowing that you can choose to hate the pain or deal with the pain. It's like like anything in life, I guess, but uh, I like when people just let their Arjan choose, but you, you give your Arjan ideas as to what you want out of getting out of receiving a yun, whether you want to be, you know, you, you want to make more money or you want girls to like you or you want to be protected from being a gangster. What You know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You just got to have a good chat with your Arjan and let them kind of steer you in the right direction. Um, you know, if you come to if you come to me and to get a sakyant and you haven't said anything, you kind of just start the journey there because that's where you start the conversation and you start learning about the person. And you know, I'd probably just give them the the gal yacht, the the nine spies at the top of the back there, and then just go from there. Um, some people, you know, like they come to you, you know they're a fighter. You know, all right, I've seen them fight and they don't have a big ticker. I'll go for that. Something yeah, to help yeah, with that, yeah. you know, that, that kind of stuff as well. But yeah, as a general rule, just go into it really open-minded and just let it be... If, if, you, if you're planning on just continually getting it, just let it happen. Just cruise through and let, let your Arjan sort of choose along the yeah. way. And, I think what a lot of, like, the, uh, the people who don't really understand it need to understand that it's not a normal tattoo. Yeah, it's like, not. Like, it's not a it's, tattoo. No. It's a, it's a... Yeah, something more than that, you know? Yeah. Like, it is like... like yeah, so it's it's not a tribal tattoo from the nineties, like it's no. got, you know, like it's got like so. Well, depend, you know, like and how deep you're looking into it. Yeah, it's like it it is more than just a sit down, buzz, and thanks, mate. See you later. Like there is yeah more to it. So that's why if you if you don't understand that and you walk in and go, I want this, there's you're probably going to be met with a bit of fucking like a resistance on that. Yeah. Like oh, you just want that. Yeah. It's like, well. How about we talk about what, you know, like why, what is that, you know, like where, where are you going with it? Yeah, that's, for sure. I think that that's just what the, a lot of general, understand, people don't understand that. They're like, oh yeah, they no, like that thing that you've got on there. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it done in Thailand. And people are like, oh, okay, cool. I want one. You yeah, know, like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like, yeah, when people ask me, like if people come to me for young, they're like, I want two tigers. Okay, then you pay for the two tigers. Yeah, that's right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, you don't get to ask for... A massive job like that and just make your offering like to me that I, I do a thing where it's 99 bucks and within reason we just go for it you know but you come into me asking for like you know a two tigers or something and that's taking me three hours yeah you know right, what I mean yeah. like it's it's taking me a long time and are you getting the two tigers because what it means or because you're seeing someone with that and you like it that's right and yeah you know, if, if the two tigers is what you need, then there's a fair chance. You know, you might just get a single tiger if you're not if you're not choosing if you're not choosing for yourself. Yeah. You might just get a single tiger. You whatever. But if you saw it and you think that looks fucking great, 
Sorry, mate. You're probably gonna have to hand, hand over some money for that. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not that sort of thing. And I'm happy to do two, two tigers for three hundred bucks. Just, yeah, just yeah, that, and that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's dudes who like, and yeah, that, that will do whatever you want. Yeah. For you're you're, want, you're yeah. wanting something that looks cool. Yeah, man, I, it's gonna look cool in my wallet when you pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it, it is like a little bit yeah. like that, you know. And I, you know what, I, you want something that looks cool, then you kind of pay for it to look cool. Yeah, you pay, right. you pay what a hundred bucks an hour. You know, you pay. Yeah, yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's kind of it's kind of where it's at, and it's. Yeah, it's not me being a prick. It's not me being selfish. Not whatever. It's actually fair. It's how it is. It is. Yeah, hundred percent. How it is. All right. Next question. All right. I, I love this question, and I'm guessing you'll like it too. Deep one. Mm. At any point in your fighting career, did you think, "Why am I doing this"? <laughs> every Constantly. fucking day <laughs> every fucking day yeah yeah legit like you definitely like the, okay there's the whole what the fuck am I doing this for and then there's the whole do I really want to do this yeah yeah like the, the whole I, do I really want to do this man I think I've said on here pros and cons yeah write down your pros and cons yeah like what do you get out of doing it as opposed to what will you get out of not doing it yeah that's right and I guarantee if you've been a fighter that's if you're asking yourself that question. Too. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. Are you really asking yourself that question? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you just saying it because you're sick of training? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you saying it because, you know, in this person's case, had a pretty major injury. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is it worth the journey, yeah. the journey back yeah. from it? I totally get that too. Um, but how badly do you love it? I think it just all goes back to your why. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. You know, why just yeah. start? Because if, you, if you're asking yourself the question of why am I doing this, go back and ask yourself why you started. Have, yeah. you, have you answered that question? Yeah, have you answered that question by doing everything that, that yeah. you wanted to do, the reason why you started doing it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, every day, I, like every day, I fucking ask myself, why do I do this? Do you know and there's so like, I tell you what, I had a chat with an older dude and it's the funniest thing when you think about it this way. We normalize stuff that nobody else normalizes. Yes. You know, like we, we come to the place every day and punch, kick, a bag, each other, each other yeah. pads, all that sort of shit. And it's like, it's normal for us. We wake up in the morning, it's like, oh yeah, I got punched in there 13,000 times last night. But that's normal. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that so many times we ask ourselves why we're finding it normal. Yeah, yeah, that, that's probably a big part of it. You know, yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why do I find this? And then also, why do I find this so refreshing, so meaningful to me? Yeah. Like, I think it's more that of like, why is this physical thing that we put ourselves through so uh, beneficial to us? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the more question. Because we're why. so conditioned to be miserable losers. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah. Legit, we're, we're conditioned to be losers. And. So we we would ask ourselves, is it all worth it? Because the system wants us to think it's not worth That's it. That's right. Yeah. So we don't do what we do. Yeah. And I th I think you've got to like every day know as you said know your why. Yeah. Like I'm doing this because I love it. It might not like I was fighting. I fucking hated it. Yeah. I hated fighting. The training and shit didn't bother me. Like I did it every day. I hardly ever asked myself in my training, even if I was training hard. Why am I fucking doing this? Yeah, yeah, Hardly yeah. ever. Yeah. Come fight day. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, why am I doing? And then I would answer the question because I want to be a good trainer. Yeah. That was my why, and that was the reason why I strung out, like, strung together thirty-five fights in two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to learn as much as I could yeah, in as quick a time possible. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that's why I'm doing this, and that's why I'm going to continue doing. It. Yeah. But it also made it that because I knew my why. When I injured myself and had to retire, I didn't hang on to it. Yeah. I didn't go, oh my God, I wish I was still doing it. I wish yeah, I, you yeah. Know, it, I, I don't think I've really missed fighting since I stopped. Like, not, I don't really think so at any point. Because I suppose the other thing is, like, you still spar and stuff. Like, you don't spar like you used to spar, but yeah, you still play around. Sometimes. Which like, is why it's still funfy. How often do you hit a bag by yourself? I meant to ask you that a little while ago. How often do you go, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to hit five rounds on the bag today? All right, so I've been, not very often. Yeah. But recently, I've got, uh, people are going to start talking. I've got, <laughs> uh, I've got new boxing boots. Uh, <laughs> and I've been I've been hitting the bag pretty much every day. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because like I always wondered about that with you because obviously you like we always talk about it. We talk about how much we love it and stuff like that. And I'm still obviously recently like I'm I'm still in with my dudes and doing yeah, all my yeah. shit and still still hitting the bag like because obviously I'm fucking like you're where I was eight years ago. And that's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. how long has it been? Like like when did you stop hitting the bag? Because like I think about it now and I'm like oh, I'm doing this forever. Like, I'm not going to stop. Like, I, I'm going to... I pretty much know. stopped when I opened a gym. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. I, I pretty much went from being pretty fucking fit. Yeah. Like, I honestly, up until I opened my own gym, I probably could have fought on two weeks notice at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the minute I opened my gym, I... You sacrificed time. And... Yeah, and, I, and I, I totally just... I switched my mind to okay, it's not about me at all anymore. Yeah, which, okay, which I yeah. could I could have stayed probably a little bit selfish and still done my thing, but yeah, it was yeah. Now it's yeah. The last couple of weeks I've been training a bit, but I also look frumpy now, so I've kind of got to train. Um, <laughs> I'm forty, um, but yeah, it's I I probably didn't really do fuck all until probably 18 months ago where yeah. I started sort of training again yeah, yeah, yeah. when I sort of got ready for that top, that Thai festival and yeah shit. okay yeah yeah that was kind of yeah, where, right. it, where it all sort now, of changed I'd always wondered sort of like obviously because you hold pads and you're still doing that sort of stuff but yeah how much of your time when you're just down there you're like oh fuck I it, shadow I box fucking... a lot yeah okay I, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. always shadow box shadow boxing's my thing yeah 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 I shadow box a lot yeah just even, so you're still moving yeah walking like, around the house because obviously I've seen you spar like a, like we've been down there and we've sparred together and stuff like that and it's like I wondered yeah just wondered how often in between it's like yeah you're staying on point with just your body moving you know like cause you know what it's like when yeah. you fucking go a week without like I'll go just getting ready for, ready for boxing fights when I was getting ready for boxing fights and then I made the swing back yeah. and you start using your legs and your hips are all fat you're like oh my god you know like yeah, it's pretty much like, been 12 months since I've trained yeah. reasonably well yeah. like it was before that Thai festival and then when I had that when, at that Thai festival I popped two ribs out mm. and then yeah it's kind of just been one thing after another since yeah, then yeah. so I haven't really bothered but yeah just been boxing a bit recently fuck you boy I, I bought some shoes some boots off they? of hey what type are they uh, boxing boots <laughs> out of that Pretty high. Yeah, black, yeah, black pretty high. Ones. Ones, yeah. I bought them off of um, Ralph because yeah. he's shutting up shop. Yeah. 
bought bought them off of him. They just happened to be my size. It's the only pair he had. Bada bang, bada bow. Yeah, yeah. And I've been I've been mean to buy a pair anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been been enjoying it. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I like I like. Force you to keep your feet still, eh? Yeah. Like keep your feet. Yeah. It's the only reason why I used to focus, like when I was getting ready for boxing fights. Obviously to get me in the zone, but yeah, wear shoes because I definitely didn't kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. still fucking hell, but I'm, I'm, I've been really lucky, blessed a bit, I suppose, with my brain that I, I can, I could do boxing right now. I could spar you boxing. Next round's Muay Thai, and I would go full Thai style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I would, you know, if I, even if I had shin guards on and that, I'm not fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the boxing, I'm, I'm fighting boxing. Yeah, that's right. I'm sparring boxing at that time, whatever. I'm very, I'm very lucky like that, I guess. But um, yeah. So to this person, you know who you are, and um, just know your why. Know why you want to do it. Why you are doing it. How badly you want that why as well. Like it's your your why might be you know because you got nothing else to do. Could also be that you might just be a little burnt out. Yeah. You know, so maybe mentally you, burnt you, out. If you're five nights a week, maybe you drop down to two. Yeah. You know, you spend you spend three weeks of like, oh, I'm gonna just fucking sit on the couch for a fucking night. I'll just go for a walk, and then next night I'm gonna go. You know, like you I might would, just okay. I'll, I'll change that a little bit because I would never say for someone to do that if they haven't spoken to their trainer and their trainer's okay with that because it might be maybe you need to speak to your trainer and see what your trainer thinks about the situation. Maybe you do need, you know, a couple of nights, three nights a week or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can, you're still there to help everyone because you remember yeah, you're, that's you're right. part of the team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. obviously it depends whether you're just that, you know, whether you're just getting like, why am I doing this? As in like, I could go just do running on a fucking oval. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why am I doing, like yeah. I was sort of looking at that. So, sort of thing, so yeah, yeah. From, from, a, from a fighter's point of view. Like, but yeah, yeah, definitely so, have a chat to you. Yeah, to ha- your trainer chat to, your, thing. chat to your trainer. And you've got a good trainer, so you know they, you know, they're going to be approachable, and you can talk to them. Um, they may have the answers. They may, they may not, but they may know someone who does. Mm. Um, but as as you said, yeah, might be winding it back a little bit. But right now, this person's coming back from an injury, so it's I think you know the, do it. the injury the injuries the injuries ahead. <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah. You 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 know that's that whole oh, what if it happens again? That's that's one of the major things. With, well, you're with, probably more likely to do it again if you think, well, "What if it happens again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manifest fucking, it. Yeah, fucking oath. Hundred percent. Baby, like you'll end up baby in that fucking injury or whatever instead of just going at it normal. And... Yeah. All right. So next one: past and present attributes of fighters that are elite at, e.g., um, clinching, so I can study them. All right. Uh, so. Current clinches. Oh, someone like Ning Lan Lek, Dit Mung Non. I like the way he does his shit. Um, man, I really should have thought about this one before I answered the question. Like, I would, I would go past. I would just go Yod Visha, Pet Bunchu, depending on the build of the person, um, Diesel Noi. Yeah. Just to see how they... Like someone like Yodwishar was like 16 and beating everyone, including like Sanchai at his peak. Like, or one of his peaks. Yeah. Sanchai kind of had two peaks. Um, had a peak as a little guy and then peak as he got a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. And they were like spaced out by about five or six years. So, don't think that's ever been done before. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd kind of watch how, say, Yodwishar would just smother 
because that's that's the, the style you know it's, you've either got quite technical clinchers who sweep and all that sort of stuff or you've got people who just smother you and make your life miserable make you tired you know like the whole Toby thing you know he will he will exhaust you if you allow him anywhere near you yeah if you're if if he's charging forward to, to latch on to you and he actually gets hold of you you're in trouble yeah same with like Pedbunchu Yodrisha those guys those man squeeze your head like a pimple yeah while kneeing you then sweeping you like yeah man there's there's lots of them there's there's lots of clinching guys um hard to kind of hard to kind of think it through who there is in general um yeah modern day I'd probably just go the current era I'd probably go Nunglan Lek um who's another good fucking clincher right now Fuck. It's been so hard. Like, I'm struggling at the moment to remember fighters because of being such a big break in the whole... Um, like just the competitors having breaks and stuff? Oh, yeah, because of the, the, the scandemic shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, someone... Look at someone like um, Sexan. Sexan, he, he's... He has zero skill in any other shot. Yeah, okay. But he will wear you down and clinch you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. His his style like that. Fuck. And and he's the proof that you don't actually have to be talented. Like he's just a workhorse. Yeah. Him and like Tanon Chai is not a not a a, clin- a clincher, but he's a a fighter. He those two guys are probably the least two least talented fighters that have ever been at elite level, and I mean fucking elite level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right up there. And they're they're the legit proof that you can actually be shit, yeah, <laughs> and be good, yeah, be be elite, you know, like get good at one or two at things. At that thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, at that thing. Yeah, um, there's you know, there's not a lot of foreigners that are just like dedicated clinchers. No, that's right. Yeah, there, there probably should be. There's probably certain people who should just stay away from everything else. Do you think that has a lot to do with the fact that we... I mean, not uh, foreigners don't start this game in, until a couple of years later? Um, you know, like them little... It's like it's like, it's like, uh, like what I was talking about with the um, Mighty Mouse and, and Rod Tank fight. Like, like, he'd been doing clinching, stand-up fighting since he could stand up. Yep. Mighty Mouse has been wrestling or whatever. Like, all them, like those elite wrestlers yep. have been wrestling for non-stop. Do you think that these ties are so good at clinching shit just because they've been doing it I don't know, because, from the get-go? Because the foreigner can get really good at kicking, really good at punching, really good at whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just... I'll put it down to I think trainers are just too shit to pick up on it. Yeah, okay. Like I think I don't think Western trainers are good enough to go. This guy's going to be good at this. I, yeah, I think it could be a feel like when it just like for the technique of it, it's a feel thing. You know, like like if you're growing, it's I suppose it's like it's like anything like wrestling or like Greco Roman. You know, like you see Greco Roman in the Olympics how they just stand up wrestling yep. and stuff like. If you're used to being held like that you know how things feel you yep. know it's like the same as when you fir- when you first get into clinch how easy it is to sweep someone because they don't know where their center of gravity is i think do you think it could be that as well though like them kids have been doing and know their center of gravity so well from such a young age that when 
that we're just starting a little bit late. I think it does help know? them as far as why they're so good at it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think sometimes I shit at clinching too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I think it comes down to don't just want to be a clincher. Yeah. Like it's some people are good at it. You know, if you're that's good, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's up to the trainer. You know, even if, if you think you might be good at clinching, speak to your trainer and go, am I good at clinching? Yeah, yeah. You reckon like, I can work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon this is what I should be doing? Like, do you reckon clinching is my thing? Yeah. Like, don't just fucking assume that you're, you're yeah, good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. someone else in your gym yeah. is. Or, Abandoned game plans in fights just because you want to be a clincher. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or, or, you know, even just in your training, like not putting in properly in other parts. That's right, yeah. Is, and is your trainer able to teach what you need. That's a, another big one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Someone might be... You touched on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. someone might be good at clinching, but their trainer isn't. Can't teach them yet. Yeah, or you, someone... Or can't progress them any further yeah. than what they've got already. Or the trainer is good at clinching and only good at clinching and only teaches that style. Yeah. Like, you can't... There is... No two people can have the same stance. Like, you know, two, if you're a different style, you've got to have a different stance, a different way of yeah. doing things. Yeah, someone might be hunched over. Some people might different stand tall. Some in, people different angles in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you've got to you've got to know. So you know, and it takes time as a trainer. So seeing someone holding pads for a man, changing styles because of, okay, you've, they've got a bit more comfortable in the ring and they're not doing that anymore. Okay, so you were going to be a clincher, but now you're not. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's knowing when to change them. And as a fighter, losing we found, the ego. We found a, a, a better strength. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be a really good clincher, but you might be better at doing this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah, definitely. Um, there's 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 lots of clinchers out there. Um, I'll I'll try and think of some more. Inbox me to remind me, and I'll, I'll have a bit of a bit of a hunt. Um, so the next one was yeah, interview Alexi the Great. The guy's a top bloke, incredible fighter. Totally agree. Spins too fucking much, but um, <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> so yeah, oh, we we will definitely get him on at some point in the near future. Um, hashtag, hashtag spin to win. <laughs> um, <clears throat> most memorable post-fight celebration could be food, adventure, party. Um, for myself, whoo. Um, I've got a couple of good ones, like international ones. There was Macau, Macau shows like Paul Sawinski fought on there. It's like Ramazan, Ramazanov, the Russian guy. Um, Bruce McPhee was on there as well. Uh, oh, some big, big, big names on there. And we all it was in because it was in Macau, Las Vegas of Asia. We all went to this massive casino joint, and they had like this whole club booked out. And they were only letting certain people in. That was cool. That was like really big night. I, I got knocked out in the fight. I wasn't feeling too good. But as far as after parties go, like it was just all paid for. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, just just a really, really potentially a big night if you if you wanted to make it a big yeah, night. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one would be Singapore when I fought Zach for the spot on the Contender Asia. Um, we just went down to... Can't remember the name of the place in Singapore. It's on the water, on like the the river. Um, there's all the clubs around there. It was just this nice outdoor, yeah, 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 like bar and restaurant and shit. But just chilling, like you know, it's like we had Stefan Fox there from the World Muay Thai Council and all the production team and um, director and, pr- and producer of um, 
contender, which was the same yeah, as yeah. Survivor. Oh yeah, cool. Um, yeah, just it was just a, just a cool night, really. Um, aside from that, back in the old Fight Club days, we used to go to Marcelina's after Nita Furies. Yeah. And have the back room. So my, oh, okay, my, yeah. my first fight, we had the whole back room. And it was a massive night. We had four people on and four fighters on. And it was just a, mat, a whole huge crowd and stuff. And we ended up going back having the whole back room of Marcelina's in, um, in Harley Street. I think it was Marcelina's, yeah. And we had the whole back room. We just had this massive party into early hours of the morning, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, can't really think aside from that. What about yourself? Oh, nothing, eh? I'm a fucking loser. I always just wanted to go home after fights. I had, I had more fun going to fight shows and going after yeah. parties than I did having fight. Like, man, I fucking... There was always the idea of like, yeah, I can't wait to fight, and then I can fucking get on the piss, but I never wanted to. You know, like, man, I was like a... Finish my fight, go home, have a couple bongs, go to bed. Like, that was my fucking... Like, that's my <laughs> after party, bro. And it's like the bit like... You know, like, I always thought that the, that the alcohol was going to fuck up my brain even worse than what it was. And then, you know, like, I was already feeling shit. You're already tired and sore. Like, you know, like, I never had a chance. There was, I was never at a venue that had a good shower where I could feel good after, you know. Like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. What, so, about, yeah. what about, like, a post-fight week break? Like, probably not as, as, as since you've owned a gym. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, but post-fight week break, like... Man, I, I tell you, okay, I tell you probably, I tell you what the best one probably was. After I fought, after I fought, uh, and this is gonna sound sappy as fucking, I don't care. After I fought uh, Brendan Duracell on yep. Epic, a week later I got married. Yeah, so, like, perfect, that was man. Good, That's you know? cool. Like I fought, we fought, we joked about me getting cut open. I got and you cut did, open, and you did, yeah. And then that night was really good. Probably the most amount of support I've ever had on a fight was there for that night Sick. too. Um, just good people and then yeah and then a week later we're on a plane here getting married yeah. so I suppose that would, that, that's that would easily cool. be the best thing yeah. you know like getting ready like that build up and I suppose the and then one other fight I suppose the other one was the build up to um, when I fought another dude and the la- and that payment of that fight was paying off the engagement ring. that's right yep, you know, I like, remember and that then, story and yep, it was like yeah cool finished that paid that you know, that's, that was, another, that's another so I suppose call. that's a, you know like as, a, as an after thing of a yep. fight because I'm a sappy fuck and I don't go out on the piss because it was more fun having bongs. <laughs> you know? Having bongs rooting the missus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. yeah so, um, so that, yeah, so I suppose that was the better, man. That was the better fucking thing, like getting married and then getting engaged. Oh, totally. Fuck yeah. I'll say that. Um, next one. Because I'm a loser. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Toby Smith and Jake Lund sit in their divisions being former champs making comebacks. So, shh. Toby can fight at 79. That's a fight that definitely needs to happen. Which one? That, uh, Jake London, Toby yep. Smith. Um, the thing is, like, in Australia right now, um, between 76 to 79, I think Jake's only doing 79 now, if my memory serves me correctly, but... How long was he out? Probably three years. Why was he out? Was he injured, or did he just not fight, or... Just took um, some time off. Yeah, yeah, won the world title and then. Yeah. So you're not really making a comeback if you've only been gone for. I don't. It's still some sort of. Yeah. Depending on if you've been you know? constantly. I suppose if he left the gym, he may have. Yeah, that's what he has. Yeah, 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 but for me, like even to, even Toby, Toby's only been like 
you know, same sort of time frame, but it's still a comeback because it's yeah, he, he yeah. did he did sort of totally get away from Muay Thai. Yeah, for, I'll give you that. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose I look at the time and I'm like, there's heaps of dudes who hasn't fought in like two two and a half years because the because of the fucking pandemic yeah. and shit like that. You know, like well, even between my last my my two last ones, it was two years. Yeah, yeah. You know, between that, and yeah. So my so I say I still say comeback for my '09 fight, and I hadn't fought since '07. Like it was. Two, yeah, because there's two years. I suppose yeah, it's, it's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's what you do. I suppose I sort of look at it. It's like yeah, it's different. Me, also because I'm on my high horse and I don't I, ever I, stop. I always go. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking never taking it. Like I didn't fight for two years, but I didn't. Yeah. So I the, didn't, the, the comeback thing. Comeback, yeah. The comeback thing comes from. At some point, did you go? I'm done with this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So then it that's is a comeback true. because yeah, you had yeah, you've so. had to get the head back in the game, yeah, then, and you right. never had your head out of the game. No, that's right. Yeah. Whereas I did for that two years. I was like, yeah, I'm, that's a good way. I'll probably never fight again. Where your headspace was at. So, you know, they've got, you know, there's Dave, Toby, George, Jake, Charlie. Um, probably the biggest ones around. Yeah. At seventy-six to seventy-nine kilos, man. There's a lot of fights there, like. You know, does Jake challenge George for that world title? It's his old world title. Compare those guys to the golden era. Um, Do you reckon that it's like, obviously, you, you looked at back then and we're like, oh, hindsight's easy. You can look back and go, fuck, there were some fucking amazing fights back then. Do you think it's got to be, we've got the potential to do, have better fights with the, with the talent that we've got yep. now? I would say everyone, I would say nearly every big fight now is better than they were in the golden era. Yeah, the yeah. difference is in the golden era, there was just a lot more guys yeah. fighting and big shows that needed real, like like we said before, needed real promotion. Yeah, you didn't have just like, oh, I'm posting it on Instagram. Okay, another show's happening. Like the, people don't get excited anymore when you when you saw it in a magazine back in the day, and it was like, oh, this show's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I want to see what the results were. Oh, did anyone hear what the results were? You get on the forum and you yeah, check it on the yeah, forum. Yeah. Like that was exciting. Whereas now it's just like, man, you're seeing real time results on social media as the fight goes, yeah, as yeah, the show yeah. goes. You know, you might even be reading, you might even be watching it. Yeah, you're and reading like, it. So yeah, so and so just won. Okay, cool. So and so just won. oh yeah, cool. I don't think there is the excitement, but the fights, the quality of the fights now is tenfold what it was then. Yeah, as far yeah. as the quality of Muay Thai, real Muay Thai. Back then it was. 90% spastics, 10% Muay Thai. You would. But there was just lots of it. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, huge crowds. And a lot of people now, they don't bother going to a show because they'd rather just watch the string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, you know, we used to fly up to Queensland to watch Evolution. No one's going to fucking bother doing that no. anymore. Like... No. Man, you get you struggle to get people driving a Dompolsky to watch boxing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's yeah. a fucking $25 stream. Yeah. It's a $25 ticket plus... $2.80 for petrol, whatever the fuck you're paying. You know, like people aren't going to go. People will sacrifice their drive and their time to go just to watch it at home while they're, you know, flipping between maths as well. Yeah, you know? wanking on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of matchups in there that need to happen. I think, you know, yeah, Toby versus Jake definitely needs to happen. Um, Toby versus Dave needs to happen. Um, Jake versus Dave again needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, I think Jake's won twice. Um, Jake versus Charlie Bubb again needs to happen. They're one yeah. apiece. That's one that definitely needs to happen. Um, there's no reason why Charlie and George couldn't fight again. There's no reason why Charlie and Toby couldn't fight again. Yeah, you know, that's like, right. Yeah. There's, a, there's, man, those guys could just keep fighting each other. 
and whether they swap between you know this this fight they're going to oh, this matchup's at seventy nine this one's at seventy six whatever. But yeah, there's there's definitely there's definitely some fucking some quality. Uh, yeah, because I know Charlie. Time. I don't think Charlie can get below seventy nine anymore. But there's no reason why they all can't fight him at seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. Whether that's they right. all fight each other at seventy six, you know, that's got sort of kind of thing. Yeah. So next one, taping hands for fights, do's and don'ts, best ways in your opinion using tampon pads uh, for hands or whatever. Which okay, I use sani pads for for knuckles. Only reason being, they're dollar eighty a pack, and you'll get ten sets of hands out of them. And you don't have to worry about wasting gauze. So we use gauze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, we're, but as I said, we're not like you. We've usually got two people we got to wrap. Yeah. You know, not like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I I like the simplicity of of pads. They're just simple, and they got the, the sticky bit on the other side. So they fold them over, and they stay stuck together. Easy to hold over the knuckles. Um. I say bring back the fucking knuckle dusters. <laughs> so there's two different ways where you used to do a lot of it they do half strips so you'd put a split in the middle of the white tape so I only used the tie gauze and tie tape fuck the rest of it it's all too hard um, and you just do half width and you go across 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 the front of the knuckles yeah like over and over and over so you start down one side of your wrist go right down past your knuckles and back down the other side of the wrist lock it off around the wrist do the back of the hand like in little sheets if someone's a puncher three mil every three mil start a strip and pull back as you're doing it so they'll be in like a bit of a, a yeah. um, thing we do like a bit of an arc then you just go strip after strip after strip after strip of half strips across your knuckles until it sticks out past when you look at your hand from the side everyone like in a knuckle position you'll see that your index knuckle like middle knuckle sticks out a bit further so you bring it out past there that's how you make knuckle dusters um, the other option for making the knuckle dusters is getting long strips and twisting it so it's like super tight twist and then you just fold it back and forward over the um, not quite as hard as the multiple layers but it still works but obviously you're not allowed to do any of that shit in Australia anymore so um, <laughs> don't do any of that <laughs> yeah so I make sure the thumbs locked nice and tight you really want to work on having the thumb held in position um, probably the most common bit to break is a thumb from hooking it incorrectly. Is, yeah. Most, most is uh, yeah the the, the index finger and your thumb apparently. Yeah. Top top of your hand and your thumb. Yeah. So I I lock the thumb in place really strong. Um, make sure when you're putting the tape on, they have their hand open. As you're locking it off around the hand, you get them to knuckle up and and then you can tighten it up. Only to otherwise it's going to get too tight when they knuckle up. Um, do strips across the back of the hand to make sure that the hand is solid once again if they're a puncher every two to three mil start a new one keep pulling back pulling back pulling back so it's locking everything in place nice solid bit around the wrist then when you do your bandage you want to make sure there's plenty of crossing over so you cross over the back of the hand through around going the same way around your hand the whole time so I say always when you're putting a wrap on or a bandage away from yourself so it's towards you under, under the bottom, and across the back of your hand, your knuckles, whatever, it's always going away from you. So you do a pile of them around your knuckles, and then you go across the back of your hand, around your wrist, then back up across the back of your hand. So there's a crisscross on the back of your hand, and you have to do at least one tape the same way to make it nice and strong. That's for punches. 
Um, other than that, you can just do your bandages with your with your sani pad or whatever you want to use, gauze, and then just put layers across the back of the hand. If the, if, so, if my guy isn't a puncher or it's like a little female or one of the smaller guys, whatever, I just do like say every five to six mils, start a new strip. So it's just overlapping, run yeah, back, yeah, yeah. locking off the wrist nice and strong when you do your thumb. That's pretty much it. Um, Did you you learn it that way just through time of Oh, bro, when I came back to Australia, yeah, when I, used to, I used to be able to wrap like monster knuckle dusters and shit. Like sitting in Thailand, and this was just from me getting my hands wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, that's what I need to do. I started wrapping hands after I'd had probably maybe eight fights. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah, wrapping yeah. for guys in Thailand. Yeah. Um, I love then, taping hands. Well, yeah, I love it too. Yeah, it's good fun, eh? When I came I come back to Australia, it was like... Beck's pretty good. Yeah, Beck cool. When I came back to Australia, I was like, whoa, how the fuck am I going to get used to rap not being able to go across there? It took me yeah, a long time yeah. to figure out how to do the front of the knuckles to actually get it to stay on without it yeah, falling okay, off. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was really the biggest struggle I've had. We did a uh, course a little while ago, the boxing dude, uh, Richie, obviously, Richie being, Richie Elliott being a part of the UFC and stuff like that as a cut man, he does, uh, he did a little course at Royals one day. Yep. Ralph came down and stuff like that as well and we had a little thing and um, showed us how to tape hands the way that they, you know, like, will accept it here. <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty good little, uh, cool. little handy little course. But yeah, so we just do it that way. So pretty much, all the same shit. I'm gonna, I'll probably, I might have to just do a YouTube video on how I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll film it, I reckon, next fight show. Yeah, yeah, and then just I'll, fucking have someone And then I'll do a voiceover, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a goodie. Um, all right, next one. All right, I'm going to have to do some corrections on this person's wording. Um, grapple sweeps technique in the grapple, handy tricks, no name, don't mention my name. Um, one, it's not fucking grappling. We don't grapple. This is not jujitsu. We clinch. Clinch. Yeah, it's called clinching. It's not grappling at all. So, all right, now that we've got that out of the way. Um, hard to really go over techniques on speaking it, yeah. but ruling, you can't hyperextend their back, so you can't pull in on their lower back. You can't use, you can't hook, so you can't use the back of your leg um, to sweep them, to push them over to whatever. It has to be the shin on instep that does all the work. Um, you can't use the bottom of your foot as such, like it's got to be the side of the foot to do your sweeping. Um, learn, learn how to move your arms constantly while still scoring you see a lot of people clinching and going um 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 the other person's throwing a couple of knees yeah, here and there yeah yeah man they've just been outscored four shots yeah to none. yeah it's it's learning to just let your arms do their job so they're they're constantly trying to get the upper hand know what the upper hand is know that having in being the inside guy is where you want to be yeah that's right yeah so working that constantly working that as you're scoring, you can't just do one or the other. You've got to be trying to score the whole time you're doing you're doing your arms. Try stuff too. Just try it. And you, you know what I mean? Like with your little sweeps and shit like that, like 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 what I was saying, it's a feel like so much of it's feel. You know, like don't like and that's that's a bit like like when you came down to do um our, our seminar and shit like that and we joke around, I tell my dudes all the time, Oh you, your dicks might kiss. 
All right, get over it. Like, you've got to be close. I tell, I tell them to have a little dicky fight. Yeah. I tell them to have a sword fight. Yeah. 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 You've got to get in there close. You've got to be able to have that feel or else you're not going to be out. And then when you're in there, that when you can get close to someone, be like, oh, fuck, they've got a little bit of give this way. That's when you can start trying stuff. But if you're too far away yep. and you're trying to... I don't know. The almost clo- be defensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's like a, and that's getting usually, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, the, don't try and escape the clinch. Nah, you're safer. In yeah, the, when, you know, when like you're practicing clinching, clinch. Clinch, exactly. Don't be yeah. looking for ways to get out of it. Like, yeah. even if you're like, if your head's being pulled down, don't just then pull your head back out of the way. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, go. Oh, how am I going to get get out, out, of, get out of this yeah. now? Because like, then, like, go forward, get back into yeah. into an upper hand position where you can like, like get the get a waist lock or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, you know, headgear and elbow pads practicing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it goes yeah, all right. The young fighters coming up, getting ready yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't mind it. Um, but you've got to. The, the, you were saying about being close together and having little dicky fights or whatever. Like, the more parts of your body you have in contact with them, the more you know what's got. More you know yeah. what's going on. Like if you're if you're in really close and you're able to like rub your knees on, with their knees outside, inside, outside, outside. Okay. They're not reacting to my legs. No. So yeah. right, I'm putting my left leg on the outside of their leg and I'm going to dump them over it. Yeah. Like you've got to be using more than just your arms to figure out what their body's doing. Yeah. And you've got to be able to do more than just knee. Yes. Yeah. Turn. Yeah. General shit. Like, Don't stand there and get me. Mm. <laughs> like try shit. Like if you, and if, when you're clinching, if you, okay, we're probably what you consider an experienced clinching gym because we clinch a lot. If you come and clinch at our gym, ask questions. Yeah. How did you just do that to me 14 yeah. times? Yeah. How did I just end up on my ass every time? Because like, you put your feet next to each other. You've got to stand with your feet shoulder width apart, legs slightly bent, drop your center of gravity just that little bit so that you're strong. Yeah. So, you know, ask how it did, or even better, figure out what they're doing. All right, same thing again. Oh, I noticed it's actually my feet, both my feet are getting taken out at the one time. Okay, happens again. Ah, my feet were next to each other. That's right, yeah. If you just wait for someone to tell you how to fix the fuck up you've just made 14 times in a row, you're still going to be making it 60 times. Yeah. Like, start trying... You might might be wrong, but you're trying to figure shit out, which means you'll do the same thing then when you're in a fight. When you're in a fight and you can't hear your ref because you're just... You can't hear your corner because you're in... You're in Victoria. You're fighting a Victorian... On the main event of fucking hardcore, and the your the crowd is fucking every single. Okay, let's go give an example. Corey Baz fighting on fucking Saturday night on Friday night at hardcore. If you're in the corner for either of those guys, um, there's no way you are giving instructions during the rounds. Like the amount of supporters Corey had there, and fair call, he's a good cunt. The the amount of people he had in his corner. I was sorry, many people he had in the crowd cheering for him. It was it was hard enough to commentate. Yeah. You, yeah. you ain't you ain't yelling over that. So that's where the fighter comes and goes, alright, I need to figure this out for myself. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you've only ever done what your trainer told you, that's where you're gonna get fucked. <laughs> you know it's funny that you say that? It's cause uh, you know how you posted that uh a video chat that was the same night that I fought uh, that was the same night I fought Jai. Yep. I was one of them ones. I was deaf. Couldn't hear a fucking thing because he perforated my eardrum. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? I'm gonna try and figure this out in between rounds now. You know, I can't fucking hear shit yep. when it's when I'm away from you. Yep, yep. And then in the end, I'm like lip reading, and all I can hear was "Don't be a spastic." <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that's the thing. You don't know what's gonna happen in the fight, so don't wait to be told everything. It's all it's good when you can hear and you are mm. to do what you're told. 
but you need to be able to figure it out for yourself too. Especially if you're going to go fight in Thailand and stuff. Thais ain't fucking telling you everything. Yeah. Thais are just cheering for you. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they might go, you need to work more. But work how? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You've got, you've got, sometimes you've got to figure shit out. And you got that starts in training. Not by just getting told what the fuck to do. It's, yeah, it's hard, I know. But it, only, it will only start if you start. If you start learning to get a PT, that's another one. Get a PT with your coach who knows how to clinch. Yeah, you know? that's the other one. Or if yep. you're in Thailand, do a, do a clinch PT with him. You know? yep. they'll, they'll... And don't just get any old fucking trainer. Don't get some guy who was a puncher to teach you how to clinch. Yeah, like he'll probably teach you better than you know your trainer back home will. But he's not going to do that good. You got to find yeah. someone who knows what clinching is. But it's you know even then it's like. If I do a one-on-one clinching with someone, like just recently I got asked by someone to help a fighter from another gym clinch. And I was like, just come in and clinch the fighters. Yeah. Because you know what, man? I'm not letting him throw me around like a rag doll. I'm 40 years old and broken. So many when I get asked, dudes will come like, hey man, can we uh, do a PT? I want to spar. I'm like, like there's some, there's some dudes I do because I know that I can play around with him. But if you're at a level where you want to do something like at a... I don't want to. I don't want to fucking spar you no. because you're paying for me to to coach you. Spar me on Saturday. You want to come spar me? I'll spar you normally on Saturday with everybody yeah, else. Yeah, this is the funny thing. Like, yeah, people who want to do it, and it comes down to ego because they they're embarrassed to to spar in front of other people. Yeah, yeah, that too. Like, yeah. Or, or clinch or whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. That's how you learn. That's how you learn. Get yeah. embarrassed, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then figure out how to not get like embarrassed. The rest of us did. Yeah. <laughs> like, Figure I, out I how to still not get remember getting thrown around by fucking a thirteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old kid in Thailand like that. That's embarrassing. Same, bro. You know, yeah. I thought I'm six foot two and fucking seventy-two <laughs> kilos. I'm, I'm this. I've got these guys got no hope. I'll just knee him in the chin. Yeah. And the next thing, a fucking forty-two kilo fucking kid is horizontal to me, like bouncing <laughs> off the fucking canvas. You know, yeah. It's, you've just got to put yourself in there, man. Everyone's welcome at my gym. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Come down on, on a Tuesday or Thursday night and we do our big clinch. You'll you get an hour of clinching in, and if you want to know what, what's fucking you up, figure it out. Or if you haven't been able to figure it out, ask one of our fighters. You drive home with the radio off, contemplating life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hate yourself when you leave, that's alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll make you love yourself more in the long run. Yeah, yeah. What else that, we got going there, that was, that was our last question. That was the lasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, private, private joke. <laughs> Just a funny meme. Um, but, yeah, so, um,. Fucking hell, that was another goodie. Thank, thank you again for your questions, guys. I was fucking sick. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get a, a um, someone on with us. It was... Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I've got to stop promising this shit when I travel. That's two times in a row. It hasn't really worked out. So, oh, yeah, but we did it. Like, last time we got it. Yeah, but I was also there for a week when yeah, I did. You know what I mean? Like, we'll just do the Zoom thing with, with our visitors from yeah, now yeah. on. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, yeah, just tear it up and shit. And then if you go away, we can just be better but it looks like Alexi will be the next one yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll speak to him in the so next we, couple of days and yeah we're doing it at my place again and, yeah. as we and, did the last one and we're both we've both got Instagram banned so we can't tag him in anything <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucking terrible <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah so this will be out today still on a Monday I'm going to awesome. get this bad boy awesome. out awesome. Um, so you'll have something to listen to when you're going to bed um, um, I'm sorry Brandon if um, your drive to work this morning wasn't very exciting Hey Brandon, fucking deal with it, mate. All right. <laughs> shit to do. No, I love you. I'm just joking. Um, so, uh, like per, as per usual, guys, if you uh, want to follow us, you got um, uh, Team Pinky Muay Thai across every platform. Um, you can follow me. You can't find me on inst- on Instagram. Find find so, me, add me, and then add me, add him through me. Yeah, or go onto the 
the um, Ring Lovers podcast, Ring Lovers podcast and it's, I'm tagged in the thing. So you won't be able to search for me because I'm banned. How many followers we got? We making fucking shirts and shit yet or what? Not yet. Guys, remember. Um, Get us there and we'll do some shirts and shit. 500 followers means merch. Merch means we get some sort of support. We're at 304. So we've actually gone up about 60 in the last week. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So get it shared around, guys. Make sure you share it on your socials, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Stand Up Guy podcast. Um, I've released a new one today. So, um, yeah, I talk a little bit about the one stuff as well. So, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, Sick. thank you very much again. And we will speak to you fucking next week's ski. Yeah. Fucking peace. Yeah, peace. See ya. Oh, man. It's the hardest thing to walk back. <laughs> Shut up. Whoa, I did the thing you're doing.